Welcome to the world's first Straight Talk SolarCast. This is your go-to podcast for answers about solar. Brought to you by Solar Harmonics in Northern California, who invite their customers to own their energy by purchasing a solar panel system for their home, business, or farm. Each episode, we discuss questions facing people making the decision to go solar. The solutions to your questions are given to you straight by one of the leading experts in the solar industry, Jamie Duran, president of Solar Harmonics. Feel free to search our library for answers to questions that you're facing when considering solar. And now, here's Adam Duran, our host with the questions, and Jamie Duran, our solar expert with Straight Talk SolarCast. Hello, Jamie. Hello, Adam. How's everything today in the land of solar? Always changing, always uh, different, never never the same day twice, which is, uh, makes it very exciting to be in the world of solar. All right. What do you got for us today? Well, um, a quick uh, net energy metering update. Great. Uh, so this is the situation where PG&E, the utility company out here, they want to decrease the solar benefits, uh, basically phase out the credit that they currently give on excess solar power. So basically stop paying people to send solar energy back to the grid. Hmm. And uh, they also want to uh, reduce or eliminate, I'm sorry, increase or magnify <laughs> the, <laughs> the access fees uh, that are charged. They want to change it from about $11 a month to about $10 per kilowatt. So, uh, you know, in some cases that's 10 times the cost uh, per month that they were paying before and so people are in a bit of a panic wow to, all right and so now the mm -hmm. vote has been pushed back till the end of february february okay. it was supposed to be end of january but it yep. got pushed back uh but i i read an interesting uh message or post about this whole thing because hawaii has already gone through this and Ooh. the person who was in it he said he's been in solar for 16 years and how you know hawaii had phased out the net energy metering credit and it took about two years for people to uh, figure out. It did cut down on the number of solar companies by about half. <laughs> so he was oh. letting people know, letting solar companies know, uh, you either adapt or you die, which is uh, kind of the, the message here in, uh, you know, that we always say too, is solar is the solar coaster. So yeah. it was a really, you know, he said sooner or later, all of the benefits of going solar uh, will be gone. Uh, but it, it will still be better than the alternative, which is, you know, paying ridiculous electricity fees. So uh, he said in Hawaii, as as I predicted, as much as the benefits of, you know, the, the carrot side of solar has gone down, the stick side has dramatically increased. So mm -hmm. uh, basically they made it, you go solar or you're going to be paying, you know, they were already paying 60 cents a kilowatt hour. So uh increasing more that would be the equivalent basically more than double of what we're paying in california and and that's why everything in hawaii is so expensive they have to pay these ridiculous electricity bills mm -hmm. uh, so now they are uh you know it, everyone's going solar and they're most people are getting batteries because they definitely have lots of power outages there and you know those they're storing their excess power in batteries and then you know, using it at night. So it right. can definitely make sense. So his prediction is that, you know, batteries are going to be really, really beneficial going forward. Uh, and they're going to be great for backup power. 
And, uh, you know, it's, but it's going to take the average cost of a, he said in Hawaii, it was about $50,000 to go solar. And now it's about $80,000 to go solar. Oh boy. Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> we don't like it. And so, yeah, it's uh, everything with NEM is being uh, on hold, uh, but eventually all of the credits, all of the incentives are going to go away. Solar will uh, be able to rely on the stick side of really, really high electricity rates. Uh, and, you know, 95% of commercial businesses still have not gone solar. So, uh, and I think that number is very, mm. very low. So I think it's probably closer to 99.5 than, than 95%. So I think there's going to be massive opportunity in solar as always, and uh, it'll never go away. It's just, you know, probably a lot of the things that we talk about on this podcast are probably going to go away. The high pressure sales, kind of a, you know, the no brainer approach to going right. solar. Uh, now people are, you know, so they're gonna have to consider it. Does it make sense? And in Hawaii, guess what? You know, five years later, it still makes sense, right? It still makes huge sense. And so, uh, you know, it's just, even though we choke on the, the $80,000 price point, uh, over there, <laughs> it still pays for itself in four to six years. So it's, uh, kind of, kind of the standard operating procedure and it will be wow. in California and eventually the rest of the country. So it's, well, I guess that's why you don't need the carrot anymore. <laughs> <laughs> when the right, stick, that's yeah. when the stick is just slamming everybody. Wow! One really interesting point he made. I thought that was that uh, you know these are private companies and we're using their electricity lines with solar or you know without solar. So one way or the other, you know they they want to be paid <laughs> for their for their service. And and then I just saw another article that said that uh, PG&E has about thirty billion in capital improvements that they need to do and they really don't have any way to pay for them there. So it's going to be, you know, they're looking at every single way, which is borrowing and, you know, equity. And, uh, but at the same time, if you look at their stock price, it's jumping up. So wow. the investment community is applauding their efforts. So, well, even when you go to these like super wealthy areas, if they're older, all the power lines are still above, above, above the street. Sure. And I mean, I guess it's very expensive to, you know, all, all the new areas, all the power lines are underneath the street. Yeah. You've noticed. So uh, going back and retrofitting those, even for the most wealthiest among us, that's a, that's very interesting how it just, eh, no. <laughs> yeah. So you know, they need to pay for it. Well, they meaning they are going to charge, charge it back. So, and you know, we have that all the time with uh, really wealthy people who they'd rather not look at solar panels and pay a $3,000 a month electricity bill. You know, to, it's, it's, that's not really the wow. issue for them. So okay. it's, uh, anyway, right. uh, so that was number one. Uh, and then number two, there was a really interesting article, uh, kind of on the opposite of that in Zillow about how they were kind of talking about the trends homes and what are people looking for when they're you know buying a new home or buying a home that's you know, previously owned right and number two on the list which was interestingly enough which was sustainability and that means you know they want smart light bulbs leak detectors and thermostats and of course they expect solar power so wow it's um it, you know they, they say homes with solar are selling 
13 days faster. Uh, you know, who knows if it's just market driven or not, but yeah. you know, they're just kind of expecting not only solar, but smart sprinkler systems. So, you know, Wi-Fi controlled, uh, double pane windows, which, you, you know, you just mentioned in, in wealthy areas or older areas, they are uh, definitely uh, lots of single pane windows there. And yeah. all of these projects are not inexpensive, but they are finding that homes with uh, that have eco or energy efficient or solar are selling faster than homes without and selling for more. So it's, uh, you know, people are willing, willing to pay a premium for uh, energy efficiency and energy conservation. So well, yeah, it makes sense, right? You would think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I know that if, if there's solar up there and if there's energy efficient everything, then I'm not going to have to to worry about that. So sure. Makes yeah, sense. My, Drought resistant plants, we, uh, all that stuff. Oh yeah. Or, you know, take out the plants entirely like I did. <laughs> we're putting in pavers and we're putting oh. in the synthetic lawn, which is my absolute favorite. All those pavers are slowly creeping up. They look great and uh -huh. great design and no weeds and no water. And it's, uh, you know, no, no trees that can catch the house on fire and all of that stuff. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's great. So I, I think there should be way more incentives for people to, uh, kind of get rid of their, their water, uh, especially in California, you know, we're always mm -hmm. in a drought Yeah, but, yeah. uh, more interested in these kind of improvements. So I think it's mm. just getting to starting. And it is interesting that younger homeowners are young buy home buyers are looking for these when they're looking for a new place. Oh, definitely. I've, I know I've seen that in, in uh, so I live in an HOA and we have had an, a massive influx of new owners and they definitely trend younger and yeah, they are interested in these issues. So mm -hmm. it's, it's, uh, it's cool to see, uh, you know, more people on the train. <laughs> right? It's great. It's yeah. great. Well, and that's where we're heading to. So it, it definitely makes sense. Mm. And then, uh, I know last week we were talking about some quick, uh, FAQs. Yes. Uh, and we only got to do one or two of them. And so we have about a minute left. So do you have any other uh, FAQs? Yeah, Jamie, I got one. I got one. And that is about the financing. So many times uh, I've heard that, you know, when I'm going to think about going solar, that the, all the financing options are just too crazy. You know, maybe they, they just sound too good to be true. So what can I, how can I ferret out what's good and not for me? So, yeah, we see this all the time where uh, companies, we see other bids or, uh, you know, other other projects from people and they're sending in, you know, 1.99%, zero down for 20 years. And then my first question to the client is, you know, so what's the loan fee that you're being charged? And uh -huh. generally I get, yeah, I get what's a the loan fee? And a loan fee is like points on a mortgage or refinance. So... It's a, it's a fee that's added on and it's generally the commission to the salesperson and not the solar salesperson to the loan finance company. Mm. And so uh, the lowest one I've ever seen is 10%. Uh, and can you imagine getting a loan where they say, okay. Adam, zero down. Yeah, zero down <laughs> and we're going to loan you the money Yay. and it's going to be, uh, you know, a, 10 points on the loan and you would just be a what you know that's insanity and but that's the lowest one we've seen the typical ones are 20 percent. so that's Whoa. yeah or and the highest ones i've seen is 35 percent, which is just crazy cuckoo when the entire solar project is 26 percent. 
And so how, how can they hide that? I mean, it's just, it, I guess you just sign it and then you pay it. Like, yeah, just, a lot of times it just goes over to the contract and you, most people, you know, we've seen a lot of people just forget. That's all for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Straight Talk SolarCast with solar expert Jamie Duran. Join us each week for more answers to your solar questions. Speaking of questions, got some? Email us at solarcast at solarharmonics.com and we'll be sure to give you an answer in an upcoming episode. This episode of Straight Talk SolarCast is brought to you by Solar Harmonics, the leading solar energy developer in Northern California, who invite you to own your energy. Visit them on the web at www.solarharmonics.com.